ahead and do that, sure. Yes, sir. Well, um, on um, New Year's of 06, 07, me and my girlfriend and my best friend came down here to Knoxville to um, celebrate New Year's with my brother. This is the first New Year's that he's been out since we were young teenagers. And um, I haven't seen him in years. And he had went to the penitentiary for carjacking. So I hadn't seen him. And I just wanted to reunite with him and see how he was doing. I had previously came down um, two or three times before that. So um, when I came, when me, my girlfriend, my best friend, and his girlfriend came down here, we spent New Year's together. and. Stacy Lawson, George's girlfriend, went back, and we stayed down here. Um, I think it was the first. I think it was the first New Year. I mean, the first um, weekend after New Year's, um, a Friday, I believe, a Friday or Thursday. My brother got into it with his girlfriend Daphne, and um, he beat her up. And she she left. Um, Saturday afternoon, me. And my girlfriend Vanessa was in the back room, um, playing house, I should say, having sex or whatnot. And um, so we get done. We go in the living room where G is watching a movie. It's getting dark. It's, it's getting around dark. My brother comes in and calls me into the living room. I mean, into the, into the kitchen, and says, um, "Hey, you know this girl I've been telling you about that I want you to meet." Um, we finna go over here and meet her. She got a cell for me or whatnot, so I want you to come and meet her. So I'm like, all right, but I can't, how, how I'm gonna leave, you know, and Vanessa's here, I can't just leave Vanessa like that. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm gonna take care of that. I'm gonna just tell her we going to the store. Just get your shoes and your coat and come on. So I said, all right. So um, he tells her we're going to the store. I get my coat, we leave. As we're walking out of the house, out of the yard, I noticed um, E, Eric Boyd, his car is down the street, like two or three houses down the street. He said, E's gonna take us over there. So we get in the car. As we get in the car, he and E, him, uh, my brother and E is telling me about this girl, how cute she is and how she get money. She's a hustler and they want me to meet her. And E says he's been knowing the girl for a while because he used to date her, um, her cousin. That's how he know the girl. So I'm like, all right, all right. So as he's telling me about the girl, my brother is in the passenger seat and he's rolling up a wet blunt. Well, let me explain what a wet blunt is. Um, it's when someone pulls embalming fluid on weed and let it dry and then roll it up in a blunt. So he's rolling up a wet blunt, but I didn't know it was a wet blunt at the time. So I'm just thinking it's a regular blunt. We, we smoke weed all the time. so. He uh, rolls up the blunt, he lights it, takes a few pulls off of it and passes it to me. I'm smoking as they're both telling me about this girl that they want me to meet. So I noticed the blunt tasted kind of funny, but I just thought it was the flavor of the cigar. I didn't think, it, I didn't think nothing of it. So it's, it's, it's around dark now, it's dark now, and we pull into some apartments. So we're riding around the apartments, and we, we done rolled around about twice. I'm like, what's, what's going on? Why y'all riding around the apartments? So he's like, man, it's been a while since I've been to her, to her crib. I got to remember which one is her crib. So next thing I know, we pull, he, uh, we pull back in a parking spot. He's like, that, that's her apartment right up there. So 
we pull back, he puts the car in park, but he never turns the car off. He puts it in park, he looks at my brother, and they both jump out of the car. They run right in front of where we just parked to this white SUV. I noticed um, at the SUV, it was a girl sitting in a driver's side, and a guy standing at the driver's side, the door is open, and they're um, hugging or kissing or something. So my brother and E, they carjack these people, and I get out of the car, man, what, what, what y'all doing? What, what's going on, what y'all doing? So they pull out, he said, man, follow us. I said, man, what are y'all doing? I'm finna go back to the house. I don't want nothing to do with it. Y'all tripping, man, y'all tripping. He was like, man, we finna go back to the house. We going back to the house, just follow us. You don't know where you are going, just follow us. So I said, man. So I get back in the car and I'm, and I'm not knowing what's, what to do, what's going on. So I'm not familiar with Knoxville, so I'm saying, man, all right, I'm gonna follow y'all. I'm going, we're going back to the house, right? He said, yeah, we're going to the house, just follow us. So I follow them back to the house. They park, the house is here. The street goes down this way. They park in front of the house. I pass them in the white car and park like three houses down across from this girl named Rhonda Dukes who buys drugs from my brother. I park across the street from her house. I start walking back up towards the house. The white SUV is facing in the area that I'm coming from. So I can tell that it's movement going on inside the truck, but it's dark and they don't have the light on inside the truck. So I don't know what's going on, but I can tell it's some movement going on. So I walk past the, the truck, goes into the, um, go into the yard, run up to the door. Boom, 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 beat on the door. Giov Giovanni, we call him G. Giovanni comes to the door like, man, you beating like you the police. What's going on? What, what's up? He looked past me like, oh, that's a nice, that's a nice truck, nice ride. Who, who ride that is? I said, man, you don't even want to know, man. These folks is tripping. He's like, what you mean? I said, man, they just carjacked these people, man. They just carjacked these people, man. I don't know, man. They tripping, man. They tripping. I said, look, forget that. Just go and get your stuff. Get, get, get a few things. Man, we got to get up out of here. I don't, this is not the place to be right now. We got to get up out of here. Where, where Vanessa at? Man, she back there asleep. I said, man, all right, we got to get up out of here. He's like, man, what happened? I said, man, it don't even matter what happened. We got to get up out of here. So as I'm telling him all of that, my brother walks in with the girl. He, he got her by her arm, and he's put his hoodie over her, and the, uh, the, hood, of the, the hood is over her head. Her, her eyes are blindfolded with a um, bandana, and he comes in. Every boy comes in behind him holding the guy. The girl has got a, a bandana around her eyes and her hands bound in front of her. Um, he comes in with the guy holding his arm. I noticed the guy has a bandana around his, around his eyes and his hands are tied behind him. So I look at George, I look back at them, and I, no, I nodded at George like, like, go ahead and start getting your stuff. So my brother looked at me. Then he looks at Eric like, yeah, go ahead and do that. I said, man, y'all tripping, man. What is y'all doing? Y'all tripping. He like, man, whatever. So as E and the guy turns to leave out of the door, I leave out of the, that whole little scene happening in the little sunroom. So I leave out of there, going through the living room, through the kitchen, back to the back bedroom where me and Vanessa slept. I went back there to wake her up. George is uh, grabbing his things. I wake her up. Man, Vanessa, wake up. Um, get your stuff, get your clothes on. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta leave. We gotta get up out of here. She was like, "Baby, what's wrong? What, what's going on?" I said, "Don't worry about that. Just grab some of your stuff. We gotta get up out of here." You know what I'm saying? My brother and them, they tripping. 
they just done some shit, man. We just just get your stuff together. And we got don't let my brother know what you're doing. We gotta get up out of here. So as I'm telling her this, my brother calls me to the living room. As I come in the living room, I notice the girl. I come through the door of the living room. I notice the girl is sitting here against the wall with um the hood is off of her now. I notice the blindfold is pulled down. It's hanging around her neck. Um, the the room the living room was dark. The light was off. The only light in the in the bed in the the living room was the TV from um, the DVD. The, the blue light shining from the TV. So I couldn't really tell if her hands were still bound. But to me, I think they were. I think her hands were still bound. So I go into the living room. What's up? What, what's going on, man? You, you, what's good? He was like, man, go get me some water out of the uh, out of the kitchen. So I go get the water. I bring it back to him. I said, man, y'all tripping, man. Y'all tripping. He like, man, nah, don't, don't even worry about it. Don't worry. I said, man, y'all, come, come here. I got to talk to you, man. You tripping. He was like, all right, hold on, hold on. So he gives the girl the water. She drinks it. Give him, give him the cup back. He gives me the cup. He said, hold on, just hold on. I go back into the kitchen, put the cup in the sink, just just standing there like, man, it's, man, I don't know what's going on. They, they tripping. So as I'm standing there, I'm starting to feel the effects of that wet blunt because I've never, I never did that. My brother have done it before. He tried to get me to do it. And I'm like, if it ain't regular weed, I don't want it. So I'm, I'm starting to feel real ill, real sick. So then he comes into the kitchen. He's like, yeah, what's up? I said, man, y'all tripping, man. Man, what, what is you doing, man? Do you even know what you're doing, man? Don't, man, you tripping. You're like, nah, nah, I got this, man. I got this, man. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got this. I said, man, how you got it, man? You, you just contact these folks and brought them back to your crib, man. You, you tripping, man. That, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's stupid. He was like, man, I, I got this, man. I, got, I said, man, look here. Don't have the police come looking for me over some stuff you done did, man. Don't, don't. He's like, man, I got If the police do get involved, I'll take my charge. I done been to the penitentiary before. It ain't nothing. I'll take my charges. I said, you better. I said, man, and, and I think that's that's real, that's real effed up about you know what I mean, how y'all got me out there, man. Why you lie to me like that? He was like, Shh, I knew if I told you what we was going to do, you wasn't gonna come. So that's the only way I can get you out there to tell you, you know, about the girl I've been telling you about. I said, man, that's that's messed up, bro. I probably be your brother, dude. You probably tell me, man, don't worry about it. I got this, man. You sound like a little girl. You want purses and makeup? I said, man, whatever, dude. Whatever. I walked out. Went back into the back bedroom where we were, um, George and Vanessa were. He goes back into his room. So I said, y'all y'all ready? Y'all got y'all stuff together? He said, um, G said, man, this is crazy, man. This is crazy. So Vanessa, uh, Vanessa said, man, baby, what, what's going on? You you don't look right. What's going on? I said, man, they gave me one of them wet blunts, and I, I don't feel good. I just want to get up out of here. So she said, what happened? I started telling her what happened, how they carjacked the people. So then my brother screamed, hey, hey, Ron, hey, Ron, what y'all back there doing? Man, y'all making me paranoid. Matter of fact, all, everybody come in the living room. Everybody come in the living room. I look around at them. I said, man, come on, y'all. So we go in the living room. My brother comes out in the living room. What y'all back there doing? Y'all too quiet. Y'all too quiet. You know, I get paranoid when it gets too quiet. What's going on? I said, man, shh. we be asking you what's going on. You the one tripping. You don't want to contact these people. Nah, man, I told you I got this, man. Why, why you still tripping, man? I said, man, you tripping, man. You got, you got all us involved in this, man. You tripping. Man, look, man. I said, you know what? We finna go. We ain't got nothing to do with this. We finna go. You do, do what you do. We ain't, gonna, we ain't gonna tell on you, man. You gonna end up getting caught yourself. 
So just we finna go, nah, nah, ain't nobody going nowhere. Ain't nobody going nowhere. What you mean, ain't nobody going nowhere? We finna go, dude. You ain't talking about nothing. We finna go, nah, nah. He pulled his gun out of his pocket. He, he didn't point it at nobody, but he just pulls it out. I'm like, dang, bro, you gonna, you gonna kill me now? You, you, you pulling your gun on me? You gonna kill me now? I'm your bro. You gonna kill me? Nah, I ain't gonna kill you. I ain't gonna, but I'll shoot your ass, but I ain't, I ain't gonna kill you. George, you know, I don't like you anyway. I'll shoot you. And Vanessa, don't make me shoot your little pretty butt. So I'm like, man, y'all, 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 y'all sit down, man. Y'all sit down. So he, he told us we couldn't go nowhere or whatever. I said, man, look, we just finna go. He like, wait, wait, you ain't got nowhere to go. You don't know nobody. I said, man, we can walk to Vince's house. We can go to Vince's house. So, oh, you want to go to Vince's house, huh? All right, I, I'll take you to Vince. Just, just hold on. I, I'll take you over to the Vince. Nah, you don't need to take us nowhere, bro. You tripping. You, 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 you gone off that, off that wet blunt, man. You tripping. Man, look, I'm going to take you to Vince's crib. Just, just chill out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you to Vince's crib. Just hold on. I said, man, I ain't got no choice. You can pull your gun out and say, you going to shoot people. I ain't got no choice but to sit down. He said, you damn right. So I sit down. He goes back into his, in his room. He gets on the phone. He's walking back and forth from his bedroom through the living room to the kitchen, back and forth to his bedroom. Me, um, Giovanni, we're sitting in the two chairs by the, um, by the kitchen door. Vanessa, she's sitting on the floor crying, saying she don't know, she don't understand what's going on, sitting on the floor crying. I said, baby, it's going to be all right. Stop crying, stop crying. It's going to be all right. So my brother has a, a credit card in his hand. He's walking back and forth through the house with a credit card in his hand. So G gets up, goes into the kitchen, sits at the table, start rolling a, a blunt of weed. Me and Vanessa goes into the kitchen and sit at the table. That's where we usually sit at and smoke weed, sit around the table and smoke weed. So Vanessa said, here, baby, um, Smoke this blunt, see if it'll make you feel better. Maybe it'll help you calm down. I said, nah, I, don't, I think it'll make it worse. She said, nah, just, just, just take a few pulls, just calm down. I said, all right, so I took a few pulls off the, off the blunt, but it didn't do nothing to make me feel worse. So as we're in there smoking, my brother comes to the kitchen door. Oh, y'all ain't gonna smoke with me? I can't, I can't hit the blunt? I can't hit the blunt? So George... Hand him the blunt. He takes the blunt. He said, matter of fact, come here. I need to holler at you anyway. I look up. He said, not you. I'm talking to G. Come here, G. Let me holler at you right quick. G look at me. He gets up. They go into the living room. I can hear my brother saying, look, no, I don't trust you. So you got to do something for me to trust you. You, you, you got to do something, to, you know what I mean, so I can trust you. You got to earn my trust. Him and George had got into it previously about a few days before that. And um, he had pushed G up against the wall or whatnot, so I could tell G was kind of scared of him. So um, G was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. So about five, ten minutes later, G and um, my brother leave. While they're gone, the girl is still in my brother's room. Vanessa, Vanessa's um, she's telling me her stomach is hurting. So she she gets up and goes to the bathroom. I tell her that I'm finna go and check on the girl. She, 
is I, I go and check on the girl, ask her, is she okay? She asked me, could she get some water? I brought her some, some water out of the refrigerator. When I went into the room, she's laying on the air mattress with her hands bound over her head. She's laying on her back. Her hands are tied, still tied like this, and um, tied to a, a duffel bag full of free weights and books and stuff. Same thing with her with her feet. She her ankles are tied, and um, it's tied to a, a duffel bag. It's, it's tied to a duffel bag with weights and books in it. So I un, I untied her hands. Well, I didn't untie her hands. I untied the the string that was going to the duffel bag. I untied it so she could sit up and drink the water. I gave her the water. She drank the water like that. She asked me what's going on. I said, I don't know. She asked me where her boyfriend is. I said, I don't know. She asked me, could she smoke a cigarette? Her cigarettes and her purse were sitting on the bookshelf behind me. I could see um, a pack of red and white Marlboros uh, on the book stand. I said, I don't see why not. I took a cigarette out, lit it for her, and gave it to her. She asked me, why 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 were we doing this? I told her, it's not me. I, I don't. It's not me. It's not me. I, I don't have anything to do with this. Matter of fact, we're being held here under against our will, just like you are. The only difference is that you're tied up and we're not. So, she started asking me. She started asking me, um, would I convince him to let her go? I said, I'll try. She said, just please, uh, uh, just please. She said, please, can you, can, can you just convince him to let me go? I said, I'll try. And she said, I'll do, I'll do anything. Just please, just let me go. And she, she even offered oral sex. So, and she, I had her give me oral sex. She gave me oral sex. As um, I, as I started to ejaculate, I heard a noise outside, and I heard Vanessa's flushing the toilet. So I got spooked. I jumped up, fixed my clothes. As I ejaculated, it got on her shirt and some of her pants. I fixed my I fixed myself, I fixed my clothes. I put her back like I found her and went back into the living room and sat down. Vanessa came out of the bathroom. We sat there on the floor, just sat there looking stupid. A few minutes later, Slim, my brother, George, both of them come back. They come back in. George was looking crazy. My brother came in, went back to his bedroom. George came in, went to the back, then sat back at the, t at the kitchen table. 
um, we sat back at the table, all three of us, me, George, and Vanessa, sat back at the table. About 15 to 30 minutes later, my brother came and got George, and they left again. This time, me and Vanessa just sat there in the living room, just sat there, just sat there looking stupid. So my brother and them, they come back, it's been about an hour and a half to two hours. The first time they left, they was only gone for like 45 minutes to an hour. This time they came back, it had been an hour and a half to two hours. When they come back, they they both had on dark clothes. So you can't really tell what it is, but um you can see a dark stain on, on George's clothes and dark stains on my brother's clothes. George went to the back and changed clothes. And um my brother changed clothes as well. Um Soon after that, every boy came over. <laughs> every boy came over and um, my brother came out in the living room. They talked for a minute and the both of them went back in his, in his bedroom. A few minutes later, my brother comes out and says, all right, come on, I'll take you out of Vince's house. So we, um, we all go out and get into the SUV. Um, we ride, we go to the store first. My brother went and got some cigarettes and some cigars. And um, we go to some apartments. I said, man, what, what you doing? I thought you were taking us to Vince's house. He was like, yeah, I got to check on something right quick. Hold on, hold on. So he gets out, goes, knocks on the door. Some girl comes to the door. He talks to the girl for a minute. Then we get back in, he get back in the car and we all, we all go to Vince's crib. Vince wasn't there. So we all came back to the house. We came back to the house. Every boy, he left the house. When he came back, he didn't have the guy with him. So I didn't know what the, where the guy was. I didn't know what, what happened to him. Um, when we was younger, my brother would always tell me stories about how him and his friend carjacked somebody or whatever and took them to the ATM and um, made them withdraw money and left them tied up somewhere, but he never did nothing to them. So my assumption was they, they got the guy tied up somewhere, but I didn't think they, they did anything to him. So um, Eric leaves the house. We all just sit there looking stupid. My brother goes back into his room. He, um, my brother keeps the back, the back door. It got a deadbolt lock that you can only open with a key. He keeps that lock at all times. And um, the windows, he got nails in the windows where you can open it, but it'll only open like that far. So um, me, George, and Vanessa went to the back room talking. I'm in the back room or whatever. That's the end of Saturday night, going into Sunday morning. Sunday afternoon, 
um, pimping. The guy named Pimpin that gets um, drugs from my brother, he came over to get some drugs from my brother, but um, I don't know if he got any or not. He didn't come. He didn't. He didn't stay at the house long, so I don't think he got anything. Um, time goes past. Time goes past. Sunday night. Um, my brother's girlfriend, Daphne, comes over. He's called her on the phone and told her to come get her things. So she comes over. I didn't, I didn't really, I had forgot that she came over because I didn't really look up at her. I didn't, I didn't speak to her or nothing like that. So I, I forgot she even came over. So um, they get into an argument, she leave. My um, my brother gave some things to Vanessa and said that it was Daphne's stuff. That since she didn't want it, if Vanessa wanted it, she could have it, or he was just gonna throw it away. Which come to find out, it wasn't Daphne's. It was Miss 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 Christian's. Um, Sunday night, he um. He brings the girl out of out of his room, and I noticed that she didn't have any clothes on from the waist down, no shoes on, no socks. He takes her into the kitchen. As he as he has her in the kitchen. Me and Vanessa and George, he make all of us come in the kitchen in the back um, utility room, make us stand there for a minute. So as we're all standing there, he um, puts his hand around, he puts his arm around the girl neck, tries to kill her, tries to choke her. He lets her go when she falls. <sighs> she falls to the floor. We're all thinking that he's he didn't he didn't kill that girl. I said, man. What are you doing, man? You tripping. So at this point, it wasn't even no talking to him. He was just like a madman. He was just crazy. So I'm not knowing what to do. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling bad because I didn't got, I didn't brought my, my girlfriend and my best friend down here, and now we're all caught up in this, 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 this madness. I don't want anything to happen to them. I don't want anything to happen to me either. So I didn't, I didn't do nothing to stop it. I didn't do anything to stop it. Um, when she, when the girl was on the floor, my brother waved his gun at Vanessa, made her come and check the girl's pulse. And 
necessary. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So then my brother gets mad, puts the gun to her head and says, you better know. You better check it and find out. You better know. So Vanessa starts crying. She says, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't tell. I'm not a nurse. I don't know what to do. I don't know. So he looked at me. I said, man, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing. You might as well shoot me right now. I'm not doing nothing. He said, man, what, what, what? He looks at me and then looks at Vanessa and, man, well, get this bitch out of here then. Take her in the, in, in the other room. I said, man. So at that point, I'm like, okay, this, this, is our chance. this is our chance to escape. We can get out of here. So I said, come on, George. We going to the living room. She said, nah, George, you stay in here. You, you stay in here with me. I said, man. So we went in the living room and sat there. Vanessa's crying. I'm holding her, telling her to stop crying. My brother ties the girl up in a, in, in a fetal position. So, Ties the girl up. <clears throat> he ties the girl up, put her in the in, in the garbage can, made all of us go in the back room. He got on. He got on, got back on the phone. So that was early, early Monday morning. So that was Sunday night, Monday morning, the the the, the mid hours. He um, as it started to get daylight. I say around, honestly, I don't know what time it was, but it, after he got daylight, he left. Then when he did leave and the three of us were there, I said, come on, y'all, let's go. We got up out of there. We walked, we walked all the way to Vince's house. Um, it, took, it took a few hours, but we walked down there to Vince's house. I told Vince what happened. I said, man, my brother's tripping. Man, he didn't he didn't carjack and kill some people, man. He he's he's really tripping. I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. He said, Well, did you have a part in it? Me being scared, not I, I said, man, I ain't had I ain't had nothing to do with it. He said, You ain't had nothing to do with it? I said, nah. He didn't he didn't rape that girl and and, and I, I think they didn't kill dude, I don't know. He said, man, you, you didn't have nothing to do with nothing. You didn't have nothing to do with nothing. I said, nah, man, I ain't had nothing to do with nothing. And I admit, I lied. I lied because that girl, I, I, I did have the girl give me oral sex. And so he he said, man, all right, I'm, I'm gonna get y'all out of here. So we, we went and stayed at a girl that used to buy crack from him. We stayed at her house. Then the next day, he got us a ride back to Kentucky.
we um we got back to Kentucky. Well, while I was at Vince's house, I called my mom and my sister. I said, man, brother up here tripping, man. He didn't just did some crazy stuff, man. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So my mom asked me, did I call the police? I said, no, I didn't. I didn't call the police. She said, well, why didn't you? Why didn't you do something? Why didn't you call the police? Why didn't you do something to stop it? I said, mom, man, dude up here, brother really tripping, man. He he pulling guns on people and. I got my girlfriend with me and my friend. I ain't trying to get nobody. I ain't trying to get nobody shot. She was like, "Well, what you finna do?" I said, "Mom, I don't know what to do." Um, Vince said he can give me a ride back to Kentucky, so we're, we're gonna go back to Kentucky and I'll figure something out when I get there. So we ended up going back to Kentucky. When we got to Kentucky, we went to Blue's house, Natasha Hayes. We went to her house, and um, later on that night. I called my mom and my sister again, and my sister was telling me that we was on the news. They had our pictures on the news saying that we was um, wanted for questioning. So she called my cousin on three-way. My cousin was telling me, man, y'all in some deep shit, man. Y'all in some deep shit. Man, I said, man, I don't know what to do. Should I call the police or, or, or what? I mean, they, they, they might arrest me and, and, and take me. So. My brother, I mean, my cousin was like, man, if they don't find your brother, then yeah, they gon' they gonna keep you and hold you responsible for everything. I said, man, but I ain't, I ain't, I ain't had nothing to do with it. I, ain't, I ain't know they was gonna do that. He was like, man, did you have anything to do with it? I said, no. Nah. He said, you ain't had nothing to do with it. I said, no, nah, I ain't had nothing to do with it. He was like, well, they still gonna hold you if they if they catch you and don't find him. They gonna they gonna hold you. They gonna keep you for that. I said, man. So my sister was like, don't worry, bro, don't worry. We're gonna find some lawyers and we'll see what we can do. We're gonna find some lawyers and see what we can do. I said, all right, while y'all do that, I'm gonna write the police number down and I'll call them from a payphone tomorrow. Call them from a payphone so they won't know where I'm at and we can try to make something happen. Get some lawyers and see what we can do about this. I, I, I wasn't able to call the police the next day because the next day the police was at the house, surrounded the house that morning. They took us all into custody. But that night, that night when um, we got there, I had told everybody, look, y'all y'all say we came back when Stacy came back, man, because I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going on. So just to keep everybody in the clear, just say we all came back when Stacy came back. So Stacy ended up coming over there, and I told her to say we came back with her. She said, "No, nah, I can't do that. I can't. I, I know I came back, but y'all didn't come back with me." I said, "Dang, Stacy, man, man, dude, man, dude, just killed these people, man. We all wrapped up in it, man. You gotta say we came back with you." She was like, I, "I'm not getting involved with that. I'm not getting involved." I said, "Man, well, if they if they come." I'm just telling what happened. I'm just telling what happened. I'm just telling the truth. So the next day, the police came, took us all into custody, questioned us. They said I was the first um, male of the of the three of us to be questioned. They asked me. They asked me um, what happened. And. 
I didn't tell the truth. I told bits and pieces of the truth, but I just left out what I did because I was scared. I, I knew that this was a real bad, horrible situation, and I knew what they did to them people was terrible. And I didn't want to be a part, I didn't want to have nothing to do with it. So I tried to distance myself from it as much as I could. So when the police asked me, did I have anything to do with it? Did I have sex with that girl? I told them no. I lied again. They said, are you sure you didn't have no sexual contact with that girl? I said, no, no, which I did. Scared, man. I ain't know what to do. I ain't know, you know. I didn't know what to do. I knew I was all I knew that I was caught up in some real bad mess, man. So they got through questioning me. I I cried and all of that. They took let me go out and smoke a cigarette. And they brought me back in, and um, two other guys. Two other officers came in and questioned me again. One of the officers sitting there questioned me with another guy. And um, they asked me again, what happened? And I still told bits and pieces, still leaving out what I did. And the guy that was with him asked me, did you have sex with that girl? I said, no, no, I did not have sex with that girl. He asked me again. He said, are you sure? You're positive that you did not have sex with this girl. There's no reason that your, your DNA should be on this girl anywhere. I said, no. All I did was get that girl some water. I did not have sex with that girl. I lied again. I sit here today in front of y'all and admit I, I lied repeatedly. I was scared. I didn't know what to do. And I understand that by me lying so many times that you all are probably sitting there wondering why should I why, why, why should y'all believe me now since I've already lied to the police so many times. To be honest, I feel like if I don't tell y'all now, I mean cuz at this at this point at this stage, I ain't got no reason to 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 lie. I don't. I have nothing to lose by telling y'all the truth, and what happened. The DA has already put on their proof about my DNA being on that girl. I can't deny that. Yes, my DNA was on that girl. I I, I did have oral sex with that girl. I can't deny that. That's why I'm sitting here telling you now what happened, how it happened, that I did not have any knowledge about what was going on before it happened, and I didn't want a part of it. And yet, I still had oral sex with that girl. I'm not I'm not um 
sitting here and asking you all to um, disregard that because I'm wrong for that. And I deserve to be punished for what I did, which I have played guilty to and I've manned up and played guilty to that. And I want to take this time to just, I know that I was wrong for that. And that's why I want to take this time to sit up here and let y'all know what happened. But I did not have anything to do with them people getting killed. I did not know about what was going to happen. And I'm sorry. To the families, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.